Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Football Social Daily. This is FSD for Friday. Welcome along to your rapid roundup of the weekend's biggest Premier League games. The season is going to go right down to the wire. Every point is precious at both ends of the table. Arsenal and Manchester City fighting for the title. Leicester and West Ham fighting to stay up. Man City look menacing. Can Dean Smith execute an unlikely result at the Etihad in his first game as new Leicester boss? Whilst the Gunners were gutted last week after letting a two-goal slip at Anfield, they'll look to react with a London derby against hapless Hammers. And it could be argued that Nottingham Forest might have too many players. Manchester United might not have enough. Injury has struck at Old Trafford. Will that derail their Champions League charge as Forest forage for survival? This is your Fast 3 to conclude the week on Football Social Daily, an award-winning Premier League podcast. My name's Niall, and as ever, we've got our usual Friday staples, Marley Anderson and Joel Tudor. How are you doing, boys? Good morning. Yeah, very good. I'm just um, keeping an eye on my phone in case Tenard calls me up, because I don't think we've got any players left now. <laughs> Marley was... Uh, pretty happy yesterday with Marcus Rashford being injured oh whoa you were to be fair you were pretty happy with it from a Newcastle perspective <laughs> oh, yeah. I nothing know, personal not a human side yeah, yeah. from a Newcastle perspective mm. and now Martinez not even stretched off carried off by the opposition Varane looks like he's injured that's on top of Ericsson Garnacho, a few others as well Martial he never stays fit yeah oh it could all start to fall apart for Joel yeah, let me just get. I'm dusting off my boots as we speak because I just need to get my get the uh, the grapevines going down the hallway, and I'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about Manchester United in a bit more detail later on because, of course, they face Nottingham Forest this weekend. But on today's show, we're going to do what we always do on a Friday, which is look ahead to the weekend's Premier League action. It's our Friday Fast Three. We pick the three games that we think will be the most interesting over the course of Saturday and Sunday. And the lads, Joel and Marley, will have just five minutes to go through all of the talking points. As soon as that five-minute timer is up, that is it. They have to stop talking and we'll move on to the next game. So short, sharp, and hopefully exciting as well. 
as the Premier League season hones in towards that finish line. Let's start, though, with the game that takes place at 5.30 on Saturday evening. It's at the Etihad Stadium. Manchester City welcome Leicester City, a place where Leicester have actually had reasonable success in the last few seasons, particularly under Brendan Rodgers. But, of course, he's gone. And after a couple of weeks and a couple of games with temporary managers in charge, Leicester have appointed former Aston Villa boss Dean Smith, assisted by ex-Fox Craig Shakespeare and former Chelsea man John Terry to help him out in the dugout. So it's his first game as new Leicester manager. Are we expecting, Marley, a new manager bounce from Dean Smith and his Foxes team? Because it couldn't really get much tougher first up than a trip to the Etihad. Uh, I don't think so. Um, it's a baptism of fire times ten. I think um, when you, you you go into any club and you got Man City away, it's it's obviously not a great place to start. But you know it's um, it's even harder when you you're down there and confidence is on the floor at Leicester. You seen it last week in the performance. You know silly mistakes from from players that don't really make many mistakes, like James Madison costing them. Uh, the game, there's been defensive errors for, for weeks. Um, and one thing you don't want, well, I say weeks, probably months, probably all season, you could say. Um, one thing you don't want is a, a fluidity in, in an attack the, um, coming at you from all different angles. And Erling Haaland on his, looking for his 46th goal of the season. You know, I don't think Leicester have even scored 46 goals all season. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be amazed if they had. They're the only team in the Premier League since the World Cup to have not kept a clean sheet. And then you've got a 46-goal striker coming at you. I was going to say, it'd be perfect football, like sums up football perfectly if it ended 1-0 to Leicester or, or somehow <laughs> Man City didn't score. But you can't see it. And I think, the like, for me, Dean Smith's reign at Leicester starts next week. Whoever they've got next week, it's not Man City away, is it? So you're, uh, you're all right uh, with that. Just get this one out of the way. It's a bit of a free hit. Try not to let the goal difference get too battered. Um, and try and put something in place that you can build on next week a little bit, like a bit of bit of stability or a bit of, um, hmm. you know, just familiarity to go into next week with. Obviously, when you're down there, you need absolutely everything to go your way. And luck has not been on Leicester's side recently, Joel. It seems to be the way it is that when you're suffering, the luck is against you. However, Marley's got a point. Dean Smith's reign as Leicester boss Manchester City away, you're not expecting to win that. However, does it not make you think that Leicester maybe should have acted a bit sooner and brought Dean Smith in last week for their massive game against Bournemouth, which probably holds more relevance in terms of them trying to stay up? Because, like I said, you need every bit of luck to go for you. So you want that new manager bounce, but surely you want it to come against the side who's down there scrapping with you, like a Bournemouth. So you almost kind of lose that token, I suppose you could call it, by facing Manchester City. So does it make you wonder whether Leicester should have acted a little bit sooner with the appointment? No, I think this is probably the typical time, you would say, to start switching things around because it's like I mentioned just before Rodgers actually got sacked. I think the owners wanted to give him every single last chance because they respect him so much for the job that he's actually done. I mean, it's easy to have the recency bias of seeing where they are in the table, which is an absolutely far, far away uh, journey from where they were, you know, two, three years ago when he first started, when they got an FA Cup victory. They were so close to getting Champions League football on two occasions, just missing out in, you know, the last three weeks of the season consistent, uh, consecutively. And now, 
the they've the what eight eight games nine games to go until the season actually ends. I think it's still the perfect opportunity to stay up because when you see the fixtures that they've actually got remaining, they've still got around three to four teams who are in and amongst the relegation fight. You know, like Leeds, like Everton, like West Ham on the final day. These are all games that they will be absolutely vital in them if they if they are to survive. So it's I mean the bottom of game. I don't know how much a new manager bounce would have influenced that, even if it did or it didn't. I still think that if they can gain, you know, around 10 points between now and the end of the season, that may be just enough. But I think it's just within the um, the threshold of being able to stay because, I mean, if they would have left it until after the Everton game on the 1st of May, for example, or after the Leeds game, then yeah, you would think that there's just not enough time to actually gain points. But again, you know, they've got uh, Liverpool at home at the end of the season. They've got Newcastle away. Even though they, these are teams that have still got something to play for, at least, you wouldn't rule out a relegation fight inside getting points against these types of sides as well. So I think it's the perfect storm. You don't want to be playing the sides who have got everything to play for as well but you want to be playing the sides who are in and in and amongst you and I think it's perfect opportunity no expectations really for Leicester but plenty of expectation for Manchester City if Leicester are low on confidence Marley Manchester City are absolutely full of it smash Bayern in the Champions League midweek do you think we'll see them do what they always do which is win back to back to back to back and end the season super strong yeah I think um, we've seen it before and I think well, I've seen it more than once before and I think that just becomes what City do. This is where they get into into fifth fifth or sixth gear and, and you see them at their best. I think I sent a stat the other day that in the from this point on in the season in the last three years, the most points they've ever dropped is I think it was five. Um so they're gonna win most games now between now and the end of the season, so try and stop them if you can. Manchester City, welcome Leicester City, half five on Saturday. Arsenal are also going to have plenty of eyes locked on their game. West Ham against Arsenal is the game on Sunday at London Stadium. And from an Arsenal perspective, obviously, they're still in control of the title race. In my opinion, a lot of people have said, and we discussed this on the podcast earlier this week, that the title race is actually in Manchester City's hands now. Obviously, it all boils down to that huge game next midweek between the two teams, Arsenal and Manchester City. But as far as Arsenal are concerned, if they can just stay three points ahead of Manchester City, they give themselves a very good chance of winning the Premier League title. Just do not lose to City in that midweek game and it should be okay. However, the way that they lost their two-goal lead last week at Anfield caused a few ripples of concern. Let's just say that, Joel. Do you think we're going to see a response this week against West Ham, which has almost been the hallmark of Mikel Arteta's side this season? I think so, and I think it's purely just because of the fact that, you know, you look at Manchester United this week, who's lost so many players from so many competitions, then you've got Arsenal, and their whole sole focus is literally just winning the Premier League. So the players have had a full week, they've probably been able to analyse that Liverpool game times 10, uh, whereas, you know, if they had beaten Sporting in the last round of the Europa League, they would have been coming up in a new tie, they would have had to focus on that rotation. So I think it's the perfect opportunity, again, just to prove that that was a little bit of a blip in their season. I don't want to say a blip, because it's not like they've been on a consecutively bad spell of run, a run of bad spell but yeah. I mean um, they drew at Anfield it can't yeah, be that bad can it? It's, it's not yeah exactly it's, it's, it's a difficult ground to go to I mean Liverpool hold the record for the most 
consecutive games unbeaten, which is 68, which only just ended, I think, last year. So it's never been an easy ground for any team to go to, really. And I think the most important thing for Arsenal is just to be able to maintain this gap they have with City until they actually play them on the 26th of April. I think it's vital that if they, well, let's say they were to drop points against West Ham or Southampton in the next two games and Man City go ahead and win each of the next two games before they play each other, there's there's going to be such a huge burden on the Arsenal players' shoulders going into that game. And then if they were to lose the game at the Etihad, suddenly it feels like the whole season's unravelling because then they got Chelsea to play the next week, then they got Arsenal, um, Newcastle away the next week after that. So it's I think the next two games to go into that game at the Etihad with some momentum, I think it's probably a massive pivotal milestone in their journey this season. Um, and when you look at West Ham as well, they just got their first victory in weeks just last week against Fulham. So they also have a massive incentive to get something from this game as well. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. But I think with the way Arsenal have been so convincing and executing these away games, you know, against Fulham and the likes of Leicester and all these, and Aston Villa where they're winning by four goals constantly, like really tearing teams apart. I just don't see a way for West Ham to win this game, to be honest, unless they can get the fans on side again, which doesn't really look to be the case at the moment. Well, Arsenal, I'd argue, Marley, have the tougher run-in compared to Manchester City in terms of this title race. You look at the games that they've got remaining and every game this season is worth something because of how tight it is at the bottom. So even if you're facing someone who's, you know, 12th or 13th, they're still in a relegation fight. So it might not be as easy as it looks on paper. They've got this game against West Ham. Then they're at home to Southampton, who you'd imagine they'd win that. But then it's Man City, Chelsea, Newcastle and Brighton in four games back to back across the end of April and early May. That is a tough run, whether you're going for the title or not. You look at the teams, you look at the state of affairs in the league. There's a derby game in there. London derby against Chelsea. Got to go to Newcastle. Manchester City, of course, is the big one. Arsenal's running looks the tougher of the two. So even though it's in their hands, they simply can't afford to slip up, can they? No, um, I've got a feeling that this might be the weekend where they drop points at West Ham. I don't know. I don't know what I say that for in a in a sort of announce like, five nil win for Arsenal. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> um, I I can just see West Ham getting something. I, I don't know why. I think their confidence from last week is 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 something that can that mm. obviously will help them. But they drew you know, one they, one in Europe yesterday against Ghent when they probably should have done better. Did. Yeah, but they they didn't play a full first strength team. I would have I thought like Paqueta was on the bench and you know um, Antonio didn't start either. So I think with um, I, th- I think I just think they'll get something. I don't know. I don't know why. I just I feel like Arsenal might just start be starting to panic now, um, and we we think they will. You know, we, we've we've all said over the course of the season uh, they'll they'll falter somewhere, and you know they've bounced back so far. But you know the shorter distance you've got to to the end of the season, then the harder it becomes to sort of put things out of your mind. And you know if if West Ham are going to do something. Um, I think it could be this weekend and it, I can see it being a draw and then panic stations really setting in at Arsenal and uh, and, and seeing what um, what Man City are doing like right on the tails type of thing. Are West Ham safe now, Marley? Do you think that they're safe or they're in a better position? Not yet, but they will be, I think. I think uh, another win, another four points, six, they'll be right. West Ham United against Arsenal. 
on Sunday at two o'clock, London Stadium. Arsenal need to make sure that they do not drop any points in this thrilling title race, which is going right down to the wire. Also, this relegation battle it has been phenomenal this season. Nobody knows at this stage, even if you're a Southampton fan, whether you're going to stay up or go down. And they sit rooted to the bottom of the table. Still so much yet to be decided. And in the top four race as well, Newcastle, Manchester United, could Tottenham or even Brighton make a late surge for those top four spots? Well, we'll talk about one of the big games in that top four race and in that relegation battle next on Football Social Daily as Nottingham Forest take on Manchester United. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back. This is Football Social Daily, your Friday Fast 3. We pick three games and look ahead to them across the weekend. Three games that we think will be the most interesting. We've already discussed Manchester City taking on Leicester and Arsenal going to West Ham. But now it's Nottingham Forest against Manchester United, which is our focus because Forest are fighting to stay up. Manchester United now have a scrap on their hands to stay inside the top four. Level on points for Newcastle United, but Newcastle have a better goal difference and they've got a lot of injuries. So with that in mind, Joel, can Nottingham Forest take advantage of what appears to be quite a wounded Manchester United who let a two-goal lead slip in Europe last night? Potentially, it probably is the perfect time to play United at the moment just because... The game last night against Sevilla, it just felt like a huge turning point in the season where everything was so comfortable at half-time and then suddenly, you know, you got players pulling out with injury, the other team starts to claw back. And I think the worst part is the fact that the main bulk of our defence, which is Martinez, Varane and Shaw, are all going to be out of the game, which is a huge main part of the whole team. It's probably, if not the most important section of the team. And to now have to replace them with the likes of, you know, Malassia, who was awful last night, Lindelof and Maguire as a defensive back line with uh, Aaron Wan-Bissaka is extremely nervy uh, because the last time we played Forest, which was in the Carabao Cup semi-final, it was a really comfortable two legs, especially the game at their ground as well. It was a really convincing victory for United. 
And the fact that, you know, Nottingham Forest are deep within the relegation battle. They've got, you know, a massive incentive to win this, having not won in the last five games. It is the perfect time. It's almost like a finding, um, playing against a wounded animal. But again, you know, Eric Ten Hag stressed a lot the fact that it's a big squad and if you've got players out injured, the players on the bench have to react. And is their chance to solidify or maybe even save their futures at the club? Because there's been a lot of talk of a massive clear out in the summer to raise funds for transfers, etc. So it's going to be an interesting reaction to see and it's difficult and it's nervy for me because you've got Spurs to play in a couple of weeks' time. Are you worried about the top four? Are you genuinely worried now? I am. It, it's, an, it's going to be a really nervy towards the end of the season now it felt like not long ago we were nine points clear in third and it felt like that was an absolute given and now all of a sudden you've got three teams us Newcastle Spurs potentially even Brighton if they can start getting consistency in their results again it's not a given anymore now and the fact that again like we have to play Spurs and they're only three points off United although United have a game in hand I don't think it's a given at all for top four at the moment the good lifeline is that we still have the Europa League as an entrance into the Champions League, which I think is the reason why Ten Hag is going very, very heavy in terms of his strength in that competition. But it's it's just needless. But then I guess it's almost a byproduct of being in so many competitions at this stage of the season. You're always going to get injuries. You're always going to get dips of form. And it just so happens that it's the four main important players in our team who've had to go out, which is a shame. But I'm a little bit nervous for this weekend, even despite the fact that Nottingham Forest are not in the best form at the moment. Yeah, Manchester United without Shaw, Martinez, Rashford, really important players. Probably too soon for Eriksen to make a comeback. Varane might not be available. No Garnacho, who's been impressive this season. Injuries at the worst possible time. But is it, as Joel says, Marley, is it the fact that there have just been too many games for a squad that's too thin at Manchester United right now? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think looking at sort of Man United, you know, there was a lot of sort of dead wood to, to ship out. Um, and Solskjaer started that process, um, and Ten Hag is is sort of coming to the end of it, really, like getting rid of getting the players he wants. You know, Martinez coming in, uh, Malasia that's made Shaw better. Um, you know, pushed him on to a level we know he can play at, um, and you know, he was starting to get there, but he's been done by injuries, and then he's he's almost back to to where Solskjaer was when he started, and he's playing. You know, at the weekend it's got to be Maguire and Lindelof. And Wan Basaka, who were there three years ago and weren't good enough then, and now they've got huge pressure on them. I know it's Tony Forest, so they, they should win anyway. But you know, there's there's pressure on them now. Um, no goals with Rashford, and psychologically, they will be thinking, "Christ, we've got probably our five most important players in the squad not not available." You know, Rashford, Varane, Martinez, Shaw, and Casemiro. You'd you'd struggle to see anyone in that team. Maybe Bruno Fernandez is probably the the sort of one they're pinning their hopes on, really, to, to drag them through it. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that's, that kind of uh, psychological boost for them. But it, it'll be tough because, you know, you probably could have seen this coming as well, but how do you know when players are going to get injured? You, you don't really, but that's why you have depth. And to be fair, the the reason they're in this position now is because, you know, they have done so well with those players that they're they are still fourth in the league and you know favorites to still finish in the champions league whereas in previous years the squad that they've got like tomorrow would be 
they'd be what seventh or eighth. They wouldn't be fourth. And then if they had that injury crisis, then you'd be looking at scraping a place in the UEFA Cup, the Europa League. Sorry. So at least now they're they're stronger in the beginning, and they can fall back on something which is is better than it has been in recent years. Because Man United's B team in the last two three years has been been really poor. Um, so yeah, they've they've still got to hunt Newcastle down in third and uh, <laughs> and uh, crack crack on. Not Do it this again. Rashford. Not this again. Oh, I really hope we win fourteen nil this weekend, so we don't have to keep hunting Newcastle down. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't actually talk about Forest really there, and whether we think that they'll stay up. But we well, know that it's been, no one's listening. We can use the clip from yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're not sure what we said yesterday, then you can always scroll back in the timeline and have a listen because Nottingham Forest parted company with another sporting director this week we had our say on that on yesterday's football social daily and you can also scroll back in the timeline and find any of our chats with former premier league players this week we spoke to chelsea and everton legend pat nevin who's got a really interesting take on what it was like to be a professional footballer he used to walk to stanford bridge from his home he used to get the tube back after games in london uh, a very normal guy as he calls himself Yet his nickname at Chelsea was Weirdo. You can hear more about that on the podcast we did with Pat on Wednesday. So as I say, just scroll back and you can find it. But that is it for today's Football Social Daily and indeed the week's episodes of the podcast. So thank you to everyone who's listened. Joel, Marley, have you got anything big planned for this weekend? I'm at a wedding wedding tomorrow. No Sunday League? No Sunday League. We're staying over so I can't play Sunday League on Sunday. Would you have even made the team anyway? I you do, you don't know. I've not told you yet. I started last week, and yes, that's it. I started. <laughs> no, no highlights. No, the bit he hasn't. The bit he hasn't told you is that <laughs> he started. They were two 0 down. They subbed him off, and they won three two. <laughs> <laughs> they did. He didn't throw that bit in there. No, did he? we've got to be selective with Joel because he hates everything I do. He's a very jealous person. So you know. <laughs> You've, you've got to, uh, you've got to, you've got to. Well, Marley, after you showed me highlights of you coming on, and then there was no goals. I'm expecting, you know, performances. Well, I, I've tried, mate, but they had a wing back, and I didn't know what to do because I was, a, I was a right wing forward. I didn't know whether to track him or not. But because <laughs> we were two 0 down, I had to track him. I have enjoyed the fact that Newcastle and Manchester United have been in this top four race this season because it's led to some good bickering between you two. Like <laughs> yesterday, trying to hunt down Newcastle, and then. There was something you said oh a couple God. of weeks ago, Marley. Was it yeah, about Eric Ten Hag or something? What was it, Joel? It was, Can you remember? It was Ten Hag. Oh, morning. it was when he wanted him to roll the red carpet out after he uh, after the beat was at <laughs> oh, yeah, he wanted, yeah. I've yeah, never yeah. heard an outburst like yeah. it. That was Kevin you, you Keegan. Wanted, just take it. <laughs> you wanted just Eric, take it, you little bald Dutchman. He wanted Ten Hag come to on. come out and like sing from the rooftops about how good Newcastle are, and he never did. Oh, <laughs> man. They never got a kick. Useless. <laughs> Uh, more expert opinion and analysis next week on football social daily from these two and myself and of course jim will be back on monday as well and we're hoping to get an interview next week for you with a really top former premier league player so make sure you hit subscribe and you won't miss it have a great weekend whatever you're up to and we'll catch you again on monday see you then football social daily is a voice work sport production for the sports social podcast network Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.